Just because it makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean we shouldn't talk about it. What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. We are going to get down to the nitty gritty about why we got to fucking talk about it. So you ready? Let's do this. I want us to start this episode by backing it up and not like you're in the club, but on the timeline of your life. And I want you to go back to your childhood and we're going to do some reflecting. I want you to think about the house that you grew up in or maybe houses if you lived in a blended family like I did slash do. (laughs) I still love my blended family very much. Um, And I want us to talk about what communication looked like in our houses, but also how was conflict handled or disagreements. I remember this conversation that I had with my stepmom when I was probably in high school. And my memory of this conversation was basically one of why don't you ever get mad and slam doors and yell at us? Like, let out your emotions. And the concept was like mind-boggling to me. I was Miss Goody Two-Shoes, straight-A student, year-round athlete, and I could not fathom the idea of being disrespectful to the point of like slamming my door or yelling at my parents. So when she said that to me, I was like, are you joking? Like, and I think I kind of giggled and, you know, we were having some heart to heart conversation, but that really stuck out to me. And that has stayed with me because it's a really good reminder of who I was growing up and how I perceived the interactions around me. So as you're reflecting, I want you to think about, was it normal to yell curse, slam doors, get upset, walk away, or was it more silent? Don't have the conversation. If there's a disagreement, you just kind of let it go, sweep it under the rug to be dealt with at a different time. Where did your family kind of fall in that? And then I want us to reflect on how this has impacted how we communicate today. So this is something I've had to be extremely intentional about because for so long growing up, I walked on eggshells. Being in a blended family had so many different challenges and then having an undiagnosed anxiety disorder made me feel extremely trapped and helpless. I didn't know how to say what I was feeling without hurting someone's feelings And to me, that was the end of the world. The idea of hurting somebody else, I couldn't even imagine. So I held all of my feelings inside, bottled them up, didn't express them, 
and just waited until my mid-20s and I finally did some healing. And I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. I don't want anybody to ever feel like they have to walk on eggshells or can't say what they want to say or talk about how they're feeling. But that's just kind of the way it was and I didn't want to rock the boat. And nobody set that expectation for me. Nobody said, don't say how you're feeling because it might hurt somebody's feelings. But I'm an empath. So I feel what other people are feeling. And the mere thought of hurting someone was almost unbearable. So I never did it. I just didn't speak out on these things. And as I was growing up and building my own relationships, you can imagine how this became quite problematic. It's not a healthy way of communication. And it, it's not really even a form of communication. It's, it's not even communicating at all. I'm like, let me just hold all of this pain and hurt and deal with it on my own. And that's not a relationship. A relationship means doing it together. So I'm proud to say through all of the healing years in the recent past, things look a lot different now. I'm not afraid to get mad and upset and especially with Derek to let him see that side of me. If he frustrates me or does something I don't like, I'm no longer afraid to talk about it. But the opposite might also be true, that you grew up in a more aggressive, hostile environment where yelling and swearing and storming around and breaking things maybe was normal for you. And that was the only way that you could be heard. So again, coming into adulthood and building relationships and doing adult things might have challenges for you because we both didn't learn how to communicate appropriately. When we had strong emotions, no one sat us down and taught us how to cope with them, how to take a deep breath, how to say, I'm feeling this type of way and then work through it together. Regardless of what you grew up with, chances are nobody taught you those things. Our families were so focused on supporting us and loving us in other ways. And I wouldn't trade a second of that. You, you only can share and advise and support as much as you know you need to. My family didn't know I had an anxiety disorder because I was so high-functioning. Things were going really well. On paper, I was the happiest, most humbled, down-to-earth teenager you could have ever imagined. And it's not their fault. It's not my fault. None of us knew about it because we didn't talk about it. So I have no hard feelings about how I grew up and I wouldn't change a fucking thing. But when you know better, you do better. So looking back now, I want us to be more aware. I want you to look back and reflect on where you came from. 
so that you can change the pattern moving forward. You don't have to pass on these generational (laughs) traits of like, this is just how the Amos family does it. Like, this is how it is. No. If that were the case, I wouldn't have a job. I would be a homemaker because a bunch of my aunts are homemakers and they pack their husband's lunches and they stay home and clean the house. And I remember being in college when one of my uncles learned how to use a vacuum. So... There are opportunities to change the way your family operates. And that might start with you. But just not talking about it or doing so in a healthy way also are not acceptable. These things are now your responsibility. As an adult, you have that obligation and duty I know, I just giggled at the fact that I said duty. That's so immature. (laughs) But it's your responsibility at the end of the day to assert your needs, your wants, your feelings. All of those things are valid. But if you're holding them in and suppressing them, or if you're acting on them and being aggressive... Both of those things are on you. You might be someone who has internalized their feelings or externalized them. It's your job to identify which you are, how it's serving you, where does it come from. Address those things. Start looking at it and then challenging yourself because you now know better to do better. That is your number one responsibility. It's a part of growth and change. And it's part of this healing process to look back and be like, okay, I can now understand why it is difficult for me to say how I'm feeling, why it's difficult for me to ask for help, right? It's important to look back and be able to identify those things. Where did that come from? Because that's validating. Okay, I needed to do that because that was the space I was in at that time. Makes sense. Got it. Noted. But this is what I want my communication to look like. And this is what I'm going to try practicing and implementing. And I'm just going to try to be more aware of when I'm doing the things that I don't want to be doing or I don't feel aligned with. So I don't feel good anymore when I bite my tongue and I'm like, don't rock the boat, don't do it, just you're going to make somebody upset. And then I have to remind myself, I'm not in charge of other people's emotions. This is my space too, and I deserve to say how I'm feeling. And then I do so in a really healthy, respectful way. I also don't feel aligned when I'm slamming cupboards, swearing, yelling, and acting in an aggressive manner. So I try to notice it. I take accountability and ownership and say, that's not how I wanted to handle that. And here's how I'm going to do better next time. We're all learning and growing and evolving together. Right? That's our one innate responsibility on this earth as human beings. 
is to continue to evolve and grow. So you don't get to just be a passenger on this ride. You have tasks in front of you, things that you need to be doing. And I wholeheartedly trust and believe that you are capable of doing them. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's hard, I challenge you to challenge yourself, to continue pushing forward, making progress, improving your life. And that often looks like improving yourself so that your relationships will evolve and grow in a really healthy way. But it comes from within you. Are you up for the challenge? You guys fucking rock. Did you know that? Seriously. I adore you with my entire being. And I am so fucking grateful that we get to spend this time together. I love that you guys are taking me on your drives to work in the morning, turning this podcast on when you are doing your hair in the morning, whatever it may be. I love hanging out with you. And even more than that, I love connecting with you over on Instagram. That is my favorite place to hang out, meet you, find out what you love on the podcast, what you want to hear more of is my jam. It fills my heart with pure joy. So thank you for reaching out, for connecting, and for being a part of the Anxious Therapist podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.